You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, you know who I am. I'm Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today, I am broadcasting from fall. Atlanta, Georgia. This week, fall officially began in the U.S., and I am excited about it. So grateful, so thankful that you made a decision to join me from all over the world today. You better put your seatbelt on uh, because I believe that this show is going to be just, just uh, exactly what you need. So open up your heart, open up your spirit, and get ready to receive. Well, it's a beautiful day here in the ATL, and I tell you what, I can feel fall in the air, and I'm excited about it. Y'all know I love the fall, right? And uh, I walked this morning, and I'm like, ooh, my favorite time of the year is here. So I'm going to get right to it today. I'm going to be talking to you about how to come out of your comfort zone, how to take the leap of faith, how to take the quantum leap. Uh, or whatever you want to call it. So I know I'm speaking to most of you who are either watching or listening to this, but let me remind you to follow me on social media, on TikTok. Y'all, I'll be uploading some powerful stuff on TikTok and Instagram. That's Law of Attraction Constance, Facebook Coach with Constance, Twitter, LOA Constance, my YouTube channel, Constance Erna. Who did I forget? I think that is it. So every week I upload maybe three or five minute videos that you could just take and, and implement into your life. And uh, I, I want to hear from all of you. If you follow me on TikTok, let me know. I love my TikTok a tribe uh, on Instagram. Let me know how to think, believe, and manifest talk show is changing your life. You know, I had a friend who called me and I called her back and she said, girl, I didn't want anything. I just wanted to let you know that I started screaming when I said to Alexa, Alexa, play the think, believe, and manifest talk show. And she said that my show came on. So if you have Alexa, which I don't have, I need to get it, don't I, y'all? Uh, if you have Alexa, you can say, Alexa, play the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show and uh, listen to my show that way. I think that is it. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started. I have a special guest. Dr. Aisha is here all the way from Philadelphia, and she's going to share with you. Found strange saying that because the last time I talked to her, she was in New York, New York, but uh, now she's in Philadelphia. But she's going to share with us, us her experience of coming out of her comfort zone, taking the leap of faith, jumping off the cliff, and uh, moving into a brand new space. So Dr. Aisha, welcome to the Law of Retraction Radio Network. Welcome back. You've been here once before. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Constance. 
Well, I'm excited. And uh, so in part one, Dr. Aisha is going to share her story. But then in part two, I'm going to be giving all of you guys strategies and specific how-tos, how you can begin to move out of your comfort zone. You know, God has a big, broad space for us. And uh, he wants us to live in that. So let's let's talk about your story. So you were in the field of education for how many years? This would have been going into my 27th year in K-12 education. So either as a teacher, a director, a principal, or a central office administrator. That's what I've done. Um, yeah, this would have been going into my 27th year. I don't know why I thought it was 20. So that means 27 years of kind of the same routine, same vibration, same way of doing stuff. So tell us like what what was it like for you as a principal during the pandemic, having to deal with COVID restrictions, the, the students, online teaching, your faculty, what was that like for you? You know, oddly, um, that was actually a really reflective time for me. And I really felt like I was thriving as, as hard as it was to make that sudden shift or that sudden pivot because we're at work on Friday. Monday, the kids aren't going to come in. And oh, by the way, we might have to be home for a few days. And that turns into the rest of the school year. Um, and, you know, the school system wasn't set up for us to deliver instruction remotely. We had no clue what we were doing. But once we were home, I just it was very different experience for me. It was nice, actually, to be home and not have to worry about a commute. So I immediately I think within two days, I was like, oh, wow, I'm up because this is the time I would normally get up, maybe I should try some yoga today. And I, and I always told myself, I'm not a morning person. I don't do mornings. I'm grouchy. Um, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll do some yoga today. Well, maybe I'll read after I do the yoga. And then, and then I was like, wait, I still have more time because I don't really have to log on until like 7.30, 7.45-ish. Maybe I'll go ahead and do my prayer time. So those things I found, like, even though I was sitting for 12 to 13 hours a day, and that was taxing in and of itself, it really helped me to start my day off differently and to also be able to be in my own space. Everybody's different. Everyone has what works for them. But for me, I just found it was better for me to be in my own space, pouring into the individuals that I needed to. Um, but it also made me reflect on the fact that wow, this is not exactly what I want to be doing. Because <laughs> now, that, now that I'm just sitting at this laptop all day long, yes, I start my day that way. I actually would get up and, and walk in the midday. So that was really good for me. Um, it just became very apparent, like the meetings that you're sitting through nonstop constantly, not with my staff, but just within the district administration. I was like, this is not exactly how I want to be spending my time because I really need to be pouring into the people who are doing the most like on the front lines. And that would be my teaching staff and caring about my mm -hmm. kids. And I committed every single day to reaching out to at least five of my staff members, teachers, teacher assistants, um, custodial staff. It didn't matter. I just wanted to touch base and see how they were doing and make sure they were OK and also reaching out to my families. And the more that I did that, the more that the other side of the job, the administrative piece, I just started to see like, 
wow, this is not what I want to be doing. Um, I've always had a knack, you know, with let me in education is helping people to become better, their best selves and reaching their potential. And seeing how much the other side of the job was sucking the life out of me, um, it was pretty eye-opening when I was at home working remotely. I can see that. And, you know, I've been coaching you for, has it been two or three years? And one that. desire that uh, Dr. Aisha has been expressing is, I know that there's more for me. And so we're going to kind of walk through, you know, that whole process. And so have you known or have you had oh. this intuition uh, uh, that I should be doing something else and what held you back? Talk about fear. Why did you stay? And we're talking to people all over the world. So I remembered vividly in 2019, um, I was driving to work. I was on this over, I was on the Grand Central overpass and I could hear, I made you for greater than this. Hmm. And I just kind of paused. I was like, oh, that definitely was not me. That was definitely God. Hmm. And I really didn't know what to do with that. So I kind of just reflected on it. I didn't even share that with anyone. And I can be honest and say that throughout my career, a lot of people have said, you know, I see greatness in you. I see that you can do greater than where you are right now. And I was pretty for a woman and a woman of color. I was moving up the leadership ladder mm -hmm. quickly at a young age. Um, so I thought, well, I don't, I don't know what that greater is. And maybe in the last, I'd say seven to eight years, I started thinking maybe I want to be a life coach or maybe I want to coach and work with women in some way. Um, that's what I'll do when I retire. So when, oh, the, yeah. pandemic, when the pandemic hit, um, I had actually become friends with uh, a colleague who had her own consulting firm. That's what she had done for like the last 15, 20 years. And we were only a few years apart. So I set up a call with her. This was June or July, 2020. Um, to talk about how can I make the transition into consulting or coaching once I retire. And I remember her first question was, oh, I'm so glad you wanted to talk about this, but why do you have to wait? And I was like, <laughs> oh, I can't do that because of my pension and everything was about my pension, <laughs> what I'm going to retire, and what I'm going to do when I retire from the school district. And no, 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 you don't understand my pension, pension. My pension had become my God and I didn't even know it. My pension had become my idol and I didn't know it because there was safety, there was security in that. You know, I had worked all these years in the same line of work because that was going to be the payoff at the end. I could do what I wanted to do, you know, Man. in my 50s, right? And never in a million years could I do it now or even then. So I shot down everything she said about doing it now. Go back to work. A lot of the country was still remote. And in New York State in September of 2020, we were right back in person. And that was scary. Yeah. Um, and the more that I was talking to people who had already made the transition, they were like, yeah, I don't see why you're doing it because I'm working just as much now during the pandemic, if not more. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. But I wait until I retire. So it was always there. And that same colleague who has her own consulting firm, I reached back out a year later and we talked again. And she was like, you know, are you sure that you want to wait? Because there'd be so many opportunities for you. And at that point, I was starting to feel like, well, because Constance, with coaching with you, you started pushing me too. like, well, if this isn't what you really want to do, what would hold you back? And I told you, uh -uh, I cannot leave my pension. Like my pension is going to be on the table. 
So and, and and everybody, I was afraid to even mention. No, I wasn't. I talked about that pension, and I think I told. I said, "Your pension is your God." Yes, you did. And I said, "I can relate to that." So everybody who's listening or watching, you know, your security is not in your job. Your pension, your four hundred one k, your savings is not your God, and. For Dr. Aisha, she held on to that so, so and, and tightly. Me at one point, you said to me, what would happen if you didn't work for six months? And I was like, and the first thing I said is, I can't do that. I didn't I even give that. it a thought. I immediately shot it down because you knew like that year was probably one of the worst I had professionally because of what was going on in terms of the leadership from the top and then you know, dealing with the COVID stuff was actually secondary from what I was dealing with in terms of my, my superiors. So going into 2021, a shift just came about. I had moved. I was in a new environment. Um, I was trying to get my footing, but in getting my footing, I was like, yeah, this really isn't working for me because in all of 2020, I had set up um, a way of living and a way of being that was really feeding me. I was becoming, starting to change the way that I thought. My mindset was starting to shift and you were trying to do a lot of that work with me because I was so rigid. That's how I had become successful in my career, but it was and, time- And control, control yeah. and rigid. Control of everything, the next five years of my life, <laughs> um, everything had to be mapped out. So last year I did, I started to make this shift. Like this isn't working. This isn't who I feel like I am anymore. I started to find joy and passion um, and fulfillment outside of what I was doing. And when I took a hard look at the work, I was like, I don't even enjoy this anymore. Mm. I just don't, it does not feed me. I was fortunate to have a staff that was amazing and I love pouring into them. Mm Had -hmm. it not been for them, that would have been it. So going into the end of the year, this was pivotal for me. I started in 2021 just doing stuff for me. And you encouraged me, like stuff that I had always put off. And, and you know, I'm a big sports junkie. So my Christmas gift to myself, even though I haven't lived in the state of Pennsylvania since I was 17 years old, I'm going to a Sixers game for Christmas. I'm treating myself to a beautiful suite. I'm doing all the things. And I did it. And it felt so amazing. I was like, wow, it'd be nice if I could just be back in this space where yeah, I'm close right. to my family. I'm doing the things that I enjoy doing. It just, I don't know. It was just like God just had this fresh anointing and I could see things so much differently and clearly in terms of what was important. And so- Let, God, let, let, let me make a statement. So when she said she just shifted, she really did more than that because she was doing a lot of inner work. Yeah. A lot of inner work. Because I want to give people the real deal behind the scenes. Because you don't just shift. You don't just change consciousness. She was doing a lot of inner work. She was taking classes. Um, she was in codependency uh, uh, groups. So she was transforming from the inside out. So when you do that, you change your consciousness. And then from that state of that new way of thinking or that new paradigm, you can make a move. So yeah. that's what had been going on with uh, Dr. Aisha for about a year on the inside. Yeah, thank you for sharing that because you had helped me to really um, identify what my limiting beliefs were. 
-hmm. to also look at my mindset and how I was approaching things because I would always, anything that felt uncomfortable for me or that I could not control, I could quickly rationalize why that wasn't the way to go. And I really wasn't being open. And because of that lack of openness, and this may sound trivial, but that lack of openness just in the everyday, I was shut down to receive anything that God had for me. And God's plan is always going to be greater. So what was I missing out on? And like you mentioned, the first time that you talked to me about codependency, I was like, oh no, that is not me. I am not codependent. <laughs> and I, I, I was reading about it. Uh, uh, I, mm -mm, nope, that is not me. And then we revisited it again once I had started to do the work. Um, and I remember going through this checklist and I reached out to you and was like, oh my God, yes, I am. And I just, I, I couldn't see it, but I wouldn't have been able to see it initially because I hadn't even started to do the work and peeling mm -hmm. back the layers. So I would say like from coaching with you, I had done a mastermind um, on coaching. I had gotten into, I guess by the end of the year, um, an online spiritual com community of faith mm -hmm. with women that was helping me to understand my identity in Christ and who God made me to be. And having those things started to help me understand that I really hadn't been walking in my worth. I really mm -hmm. had been limiting myself through the way that I believed, through the rigidness in which I was just going about my everyday life. So that I think it was maybe February, March, I remember saying to you something about, you know, I wish I didn't have to stay here because I know this isn't where I belong. This is going to sound crazy. I think I want to move home to Pennsylvania. And you were like, no, it doesn't. So why don't you, and I had a year lease. So why don't you just go ahead and not renew your lease? I said, are you crazy? I can't do that. Yet. I don't have a job. I don't have this. I don't have that. Mm -hmm. But within a month's time, I had made the decision by the end of April after spring break, I was like, no, this is what I'm going to do. And that same colleague who was a consultant and had her own business, um, I reached out to her and she was like, well, I've been telling you for the last three years, I'd love to work with you. And this will be a great way for you to get started and launch your own um, by, you know, just getting your foot wet, starting with someone else. And um, I was fortunate enough to also get some contract work lined up for November. And this was back in April, but it was because I was beginning to be more open, led by the spirit. But it's not like I did this, made this major life decision to walk away from my career and thought, oh, everything's just going to be perfect. I was scared to death. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about fear because that's a big component. And and I tell people, whenever you're getting out of your comfort zone in part two, I'm going to elaborate on this. You need to befriend fear because fear is going to be there. So what were some of your fears? My fear was... I had amassed a certain, I was at a certain point with making a certain amount of money more than I, I ever thought I'd be able to make. And my fear was, wait, so if I don't have that waiting for me every two weeks, what, where is it going to come from and how can it be guaranteed? That That's fear, so of, and, and it was a fear of not being in control. Mm -hmm. And then it was, what are people going to think? I got, I have a master's, I have a doctorate from an Ivy League university. I did it relatively or very early in my career, um, I spent most of my time in leadership as opposed to the classroom. How is this going to look to other people? That was a fear for me. What is my family going to say about me making this decision? Um, and then for me, it was, 
wait, so not only do you want to walk away from your career, you're going to move at the same <laughs> time? Girl, are you crazy? Was exactly what I was thinking <laughs> internally. But I don't know. I, I knew that the way that I was living, mm -hmm. taking this leap of faith was more important than continuing to be stagnant. I knew that I couldn't live that way anymore. I knew, and I had reached a point because of all the work that I had done, I knew I didn't deserve to live that way. That's, 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 that's where it's at. And so it was a leap of faith, everybody, but it was a strategic yes. leap because she had done the inner work and then she was able to, on that foundation, begin to take baby steps of planning. And one thing I said to her, Dr. Aisha, don't try to control everything. Just take your next step. Know that God is with you. And she was like, what about, I said, nope. And, and one thing you have to learn, especially if you're going out to be, become an entrepreneur, you have to learn. I had to learn this. God is my unlimited source and supply. So when you've been accustomed for 27 years to getting a paycheck, a guaranteed paycheck for 20, for every two weeks, was it every two weeks, every two weeks, every two weeks. Yeah. So, and for some teachers monthly, I tell you, you will really have to have done your inner work around fear and not looking to your paycheck as your source. I had to really become surrendered. Like right. I'm a woman of faith. And I always, you know, remember Jeremiah 29, the scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11, for God has a plan for my life, one to prosper me and not to harm me, one to give me a hope and a future. Mm -hmm. I could say that. I could say that I live by that, but was I really doing that? I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I was really solely relying on this is what I'm going to make this year. Mm -hmm. This is when I'm going to have it. This is when I'm going on vacation. This is when I'm doing X, Y, and Z as opposed to, is this what I'm really supposed to be doing? Am I fulfilled? And would God want me to live a passionless, stagnating life for the sake of, of this level of security? When in all honesty, nothing is secure. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. And you know, you know my, my prior experiences, I should know your whole life in an instant can be turned upside down. Mm -hmm. The only thing that is constant is going to be the, the path that God has for you. And so for me in this season of my life, it really was surrendering. I'm a planner and you had to tell me to be more in flow. And I was like, what, what does that even look like? Being yeah, you are a planner. Mm -hmm. So, so explain to uh, uh, listeners and people who are watching this, what does inflow mean to you? I know what it means to me, because let me just say something. When you just plan and control, you really put a ceiling, a lid on what you can experience. You really tie the hands of the spirit to really give you more than you can imagine, comprehend, believe for, etc. So I told her, I said, you need to learn how to flow. So I explained it to her. But what does it look like to you now? So for me, being in flow means I have an idea of what my intention is, mm -hmm. but I don't have to control every step it takes to get there. And I don't have to worry about the how it's going to happen. I just have to do my part. And so the best example of that is when I did not renew my lease in New Jersey and decided, yep, I'm going to go ahead and move, move home to, to Pennsylvania. 
So typically when I am looking for a place to live, I've already done all the research online. I've looked at all the stats in the community. I've looked at if, and this is the same for when I bought my house, you know, I've looked at all the pros and cons before I even physically go to the place. And I pretty much know what I'm going to do. I'm just checking off the box. When I came here, I knew which areas I was interested in. And I did look at some different communities and I left it at that. I didn't rank order because the old me would have rank ordered every community. I didn't realize that. Oh, my Lord. Oh, the old me would have rank ordered every community and why this was going to be the better place. And I would have my list of questions for, you know, Mm -hmm. um, the broker or the leasing agent. And then afterwards, I would do my pros and cons. I didn't do that. I knew the communities. I set up the appointments. I went in and I was open. And I just asked God, I said, God, just show me where you want me to set up home. And there's a difference between finding a place to live and home. And where I am now, I knew immediately, as soon as I walked in the door, I was like, this is it. And, And if I'm being completely transparent, when I made my appointments to come see the various communities, this was actually the one I threw in at the last minute because, oh, it is really, really nice. But I don't know if, if that's going to be the fit for me. The old me wouldn't have even done that. Mm-hmm. And when I was finished, I, I, I went out to eat and I, I sat down to do my pros and cons and I stopped myself. I said, nope, you're going you're gonna to be led by the spirit. You're going to just flow into this decision. And by the time I drove back to New Jersey, I knew where my home was. So for me, that's what being in flow is. I know what my intention is. My mm-hmm. intention was to, to be in the perfect home for Aisha at this phase in her life. Man, I must be interviewing somebody. I must be uh, uh, interviewing Aisha Jr. or somebody because <laughs> you are just totally different and she surrendered she certainly had a plan but she got in the flow and what happens is when you're taking the quantum leap or the quantum jump you're more intuitive you're surrendered you're in tune with the spirit more the spirit can show you more options but if you in your finite mind you're going to miss out on something. So to me, being in flow is being more intuitive. You don't know that all of the answers, you go in the general direction. So when I contacted Dr. Aisha, she said, Constance, I'm already, uh, I'm already packed and getting ready to move and found my place. And I told her, I have never seen you this happy, this blissful, and this joyful and free. And that, that last word is it. It's a certain level of freedom. Um, it's a certain level of freedom. And every day is not perfect. There are days when I had to check myself a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. because my thoughts were starting to run away because I swear I had a PhD in overthinking. My thoughts were getting <laughs> you, the best you, of me. You do, you do. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and so I just... I pulled out my, my bullet journal and I said, you know what? Those thoughts are beliefs that you're creating. That's a narrative you're creating and it's going to limit your opportunities to receive. So now what I'll do is when those thoughts start to creep into my head, I'll take out my bullet journal and I carry it in my purse and I just write limiting beliefs, the date and everything that I'm thinking just so I can release it. And it may not be released instantly, but just me stopping to recognize that this is not what I'm supposed to be thinking on 
this is not what's going to help to propel me um, is that's a lot of progress and it does take something off of me, even if it's just within that moment. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you joyful? I am, you know, I'm still, are you happy? Are you grateful? Very grateful. Like I see, I have appreciation for so many of the small things that happen. Um, Trying to orchestrate this move while wrapping up my career. I worked the entire um, month of July, which I typically don't do the first week in August, didn't take a day off because I wanted whoever my successor was going to be to be successful. Mm -hmm. So I had everything laid out. So I literally went from working every single day to now you got to pack up. And as soon as I started to make the transition to packing, I said, God, I want this to be my easiest move and I want it to be effortless. And I just kept saying that to myself. And even when it would be become a little stressful because you're trying to orchestrate things between two different states to happen and, you know, dealing with companies and all those things, I still would say, I want this to be my easiest move and effortless. This was hands down my easiest move. And all the little things that lined up as they were happening, I would literally stop and say, God, I thank you for X, Y, and Z. God, I thank you mm-hmm. the movers are so courteous. God, I thank you the movers were on time. Because being in that, being in that spirit of being appreciative for all the things that are unfolding, it just allows more to unfold in your life. It allows nothing, you nothing but the truth. Nothing but the truth. And so let me just say this. Um she has not started her consulting position yet. I just want to coach her live right here. And what I would say to you is because you have been in the routine for 27 years of doing a certain thing, you may feel some kind of way on some days when you wake up. But but this is what I would say to you. Just like you trusted the spirit, I say if God began something, he's going to finish it. And so on those days when you're feeling and you may even have, did I make the right, what am I doing? When I left the school system, I woke up in a dream and was screaming, was like, what have you done? <laughs> you know, but but I would say to you, know that God is the end, the beginning and the end. Allow yourself to feel those feelings, but don't let them overwhelm you. Uh, use this as a time to be playful. You you have time off, go and have some cappuccino I know you 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 don't drink and eat certain things but go and have some water or whatever you want go for a walk take in the community go on a little day day trip somewhere but use this as a fun playful time knowing that this is just a three or four week season for you to do that yeah you know I did that I moved on September the 9th and I've told you in the past when I have moved, um, cause I've moved a lot around for work or, you know, relationship, marriage, those things. Mm-hmm. When I've moved, I, the house or the condo or the apartment is usually set up within a full day. <laughs> um, sometimes I think with the house, it might've taken not even two days. Wow. It'll take me like a week to feel like I have my bearings. So I've been telling myself since July, when you move this time, you're going to take your time. You're not going to have a a team of people to come in and 
orchestrate everything the way that you wanted. I always had floor plans already where everything was going to go and I could just give that out and they'd help me, you know, organize everything. I said, I'm not going to do it that way this time. I'm going to do it myself. and I'm going to take my time. No pressure. This has been the best experience that I have had. I moved on the 9th. Today's the 22nd. I just finished my home office today. So now everything's done except the stuff that I'm like has to go in storage, but it's some of it's going in storage, but I'm also getting rid of a lot because in, in giving myself permission to take my time and feel this new season that I'm in, I can see that a lot of what was in my home before doesn't reflect who I am. Mm -hmm. And I could not be on autopilot. And you, you talked about have fun with it. I want my home to truly reflect who Aisha is at this mm -hmm. point in her life and it be functional and it be playful and it be feminine and it be all those things that I never took the time necessarily to do other than making it look like a showroom. This has been the best experience for that. I have literally taken my time. Well, that makes me want to cry when I hear your transformation. So could it be and I always have this guarantee that if you coach with me for a year, you won't recognize the landscape of your life. I look at you now and I don't recognize you. I would say one caveat though, it's not just coaching with you. You have to do what you tell. What and, uh, yeah, and I forgot that. And you're willing to do the inner work. You have to, you absolutely have to, because that first year that we worked together, um, it was starting to help me shift my mindset, right? But it wasn't until year two when I started to be more open with, okay, Aisha, you, you haven't really done this that she asked you to do. And because one time I said to you, I said, you know, two months ago, you told me to do this. And I didn't really know what it was, but I didn't ask. I just tried to figure it out because that's just what I do. And you were like, what, why did you do that? That sounds like something that I would say. And, you know, I would say, We've had some hard sessions. Yeah. I have been very firm, yeah. very direct, yeah. very hard yeah. with the truth. And but she did the inner work and now she's reaping the harvest. Yeah, you you really pushed me. Um and sometimes I was like, I I've always been an achiever and a performer, right? Mm -hmm. I've always gotten like I've always gotten the job or the perfect whatever so to have someone challenging me one time when we got into this discussion about <laughs> why couldn't I take a leave of absence from work and I was like she just does not understand I cannot do that and I'm going to prove to her why I cannot do that and but you but you didn't back down you kept pushing and pushing and pushing and so after the session, it was days after the session and I'm looking at my contract and I was like, okay, I can't take a leave for that reason. And I was like, man, it would just be me walking away. And why can't I do that? And it, that's when I was like, it's the fear. It's yeah. Fear. And I had to allow her to, I had to push, but yeah. then back up and let the spirit deal with her on that fear, that core belief system and she knew that I had sort of walked a similar path when I left the school system because you leave in stability you get the, at least I did I got the summers off um, you know all of the above but it was a higher calling 
I, I, I felt stuck and some of you are feeling the same way. And, and I knew that there was more. So Aisha, what would you say to somebody who just like, they, they're just in this place that they know they should be at a higher level. It may not be a career. And also, let me just say this, Aisha did the inner work in the area of relationships and that's another whole show. Sure. But 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 she is uh, in a I great mean, relationship. So I would say you have to know what your worth is and what you deserve. Like at the at the end of the day, if there's something that you're afraid to do, and you don't even know where to start, usually it starts with what you believe about yourself. Good. I think, I think that's where it starts. So you have to really look at what do I believe about myself to be true? Not what have I told myself, but if I were to live the best version of my, myself, like what would that look like? And then ask yourself, why don't you deserve that? Wow. Because so you good. do. You do. You know, I told you last week, like I used to tell people for years, I love writing. Um, and I love dining out and I love cooking. And I was like, oh, my dream job would be to just to travel and write about the food that I eat and take pictures. And just some things have happened in the last couple of weeks. I'm like, oh my gosh, that could really happen for me. Um, but for years, I told myself I could never do that because I could not make my salary and do it. But why, why shouldn't I be able to do the things that I love and enjoy? It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to abandon your family, abandon, you know, your responsibilities. It's not that, but just taking a look at what do you really deserve? When you do that, you will find that there are open opportunities for you to pursue that path for that purpose. You shouldn't chase a paycheck. You shouldn't chase a purpose. Purpose is already within you. You just have to walk it out. So true, so powerful, and uh, do what you love, and the money will truly follow, and that's what's happening to you. I know uh, uh, Pam Grout, I've interviewed her, New York Times bestsellers. All she does is travel and write about the town that she's in or the country that she's in and and, and taste the food and have fun and, and explore different cultures. And like you said, it's just what you believe about yourself. So happy for you. So excited for you. You haven't seen anything yet, man. I am so excited for you. But everybody, she did the inner work. I had to. And, and can I just say this one thing? Mm -hmm. It was extremely uncomfortable because I told you lots of times that I felt like my my tribe was changing and yeah, I remember you said I that very disconnected and I didn't understand why. And at first it was bothering me. And the more that you kind of walked me through like where I was going and what this journey is going to be like, I was okay with it, but there were times when I was uncomfortable because yeah, there's, there's, there's profit and stillness. There's something to be said about being away and being still and, and for whatever, the reasoning is God sometimes has, has to remove you from certain um, situations or people. And it's not that it's anything negative. It's just mm -hmm. so he can get you to the next level. Because on your next level are the is your tribe. Yeah. And people are in your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. Mm 
Right. And it's uncomfortable when you're in those in-between seasons. Yeah. Man, powerful, powerful, everybody. It's time for you to take the quantum leap. When I come back, I'm going to quickly give you just a couple of things. Uh, Dr. Aisha has already taught what I was going to teach. So I'm just going to give you a couple of more. And uh, it's your decision as to whether or not you're ready to take the quantum leap, the leap of faith, and move into a life beyond your wildest dreams. Thank you, Dr. Aisha. Everybody, let's take a deep breath in. Let it out. I'll be right back after these quick commercials. Are you feeling stuck? Are you ready to live a life beyond your wildest dream? Constance Arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified success life coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams. She's coached and trained over 10,000 clients on five continents and has a proven track record of success. Constance will assist you in getting a clear vision for your life and develop customized strategies, projects, and action steps to begin manifesting your dream. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and visit her website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. OMG, everybody, was that amazing or what? So awesome. And you know, you know I just want to remind you that you don't have to be stuck either. It's so funny because she took a lot of my talking points. <laughs> so I'm just going to give you just some some specific general points and maybe just not elaborate on them as much. But before I do, I want to remind you once again about my collaboration with SterlingStockPicker.com, Mr. Jaden Sterling. I told Jaden, I said, you're just a little superstar now, you know. His company won the SAAS Award for Best Financial Services. And uh, it's like a software award. And uh, it's so interesting. In the news, uh, he sent me the newspaper media post. And it says, Sterling Stock Picker wins the Oscar in software as a service. So that just tells you, man, you're going to be dealing with the cream de la cream. Uh, it's absolutely free for you to go and check it out. Uh, his app is going to be complete by the end of of this this month, and I'm excited about that. And he's going to start his mentoring program uh, September in September. And uh, it's where he's going to coach a private group for three months man that is so powerful so can you if can you imagine sitting with a a millionaire multi-millionaire don't tell him i said that and he just tells you this is what you do buy this let this go and uh, his uh his winning stock picking software it just is simple and it gives you proven results that's what I like about him. And uh, they have a powerful investment community. And Jaden goes on, I think, twice a month and answers all of the questions uh, from all of the subscribers. But you don't have to subscribe. You can go on free to check it out and browse around. 
It's like getting out of your comfort zone. Kind of like what Dr. Aisha said. Get out of your comfort zone. One of my clients went on and she said, I feel so wealthy <laughs> when I'm on that site because the vibration of wealth is all over Jaden and, and all over that software. So you don't have to know everything, but you, you just need a master that does and uh, Jaden certainly does. So go check it out, everybody. Right now, sterlingstockpicker.com. Email me and let me know that you visited his site. And uh, let me know what you think about it, okay? All right, so we're talking about how to take the leap of faith. I call it a strategic leap. Steve Harvey calls it the jump. I'm just going to give you some general points. Like I said, Dr. Aisha already gave you some powerful stuff. I think the first thing that you've got to do is kind of get clear about your intention. What do you want? She wanted to have freedom, to leave her job, to go into something more, uh, vibing with her gifts and talents. You know, what do you want to so get a clear intention? I think uh, next you have to go with your heart, with your inner knowing. Maybe you've been trained for something, and I'm just not talking about um, careers or jobs. I'm talking about relationships. You know, maybe you've been trained for something, or maybe you've been in a relationship, and you just know that it's just not working for you. So you got to go with your inner heart or your inner knowing. I think you got to know when your season is up or when it's time for you to do something new. Somebody said that when the grace of God leaves you, when you don't have grace to do something anymore, like I knew it was time for me to leave the school system, I just didn't, I couldn't do it anymore. All right. And maybe you're in a relationship uh, and you've been in that relationship. You know, it's not working. If you were coaching with me, I would tell you it's not working, but it's an inner knowing and acknowledging. You know, Steve Jobs, I think he was speaking. He was a graduation speaker at Stanford. He talked about following your heart and how your heart knows what you were created to do. And, you know, I believe that when you were in your mother's womb, that God put certain instincts and talents and gifts and certain perspectives on the inside of you. So set your intention, you know, kind of know what's important to you and then just follow your heart. Next, you've got to override that negative inner voice uh, that's telling you you can't do that. You too old. Nobody's ever done that. How are you going to ever get married? You can't move out of the country. I mean, who said so? Uh, Aisha, Dr. Aisha had to do a lot of inner work with changing that negative inner voice. Because the truth is, the Bible says God has already given us all things. And in the quantum world, all possibilities exist. And so you just have to get in the flow like Dr. Aisha did and begin to see all of the possibilities, you know, that are, are open to you. I kind of like my client who went on uh, 
sterlingstoppicker.com. She said, I was afraid to go on it. And I'm like, why were you afraid to go on? Well, I don't know anything about stocks. Well, that's why you got Jaden. That's why you got the software that picks the stocks for you. You don't need to know everything. You just need to get in the vibration of wealth of what you want. Next, I think that you need to befriend fear. Uh, that you need to know that anytime you are taking a quantum leap, a quantum jump, whatever you want to call it, that you're going to be, it's going to be fearful, uh, unknown, especially all of you people that like being in control or you used to a certain routine, but you're going to have to learn to move ahead uh, in spite of fear. Somebody said, I think it was Peter Adams, just beyond the door of fear, just walk through it. Are your greatest dreams. Is that amazing? A what? Wow. Uh, what else? I, I I think that you have to trust your intuition that it's time for me to make a move. I think you gotta trust it, and I think you have to baby step your way initially toward change that there has to be an acknowledgement that this is not working for me and like Dr. Aisha said that I deserve the best that I deserve to live a great life I deserve to be a baller I deserve to be living next level living so instead of being on social media and look at what everybody else is doing. Why not experience that yourself? I deserve to be in health. I can do that. I can be that. I can have that. All right. I think you have to create your own new truth and not be afraid of what other people are going to think about you. So that may mean you have to be a pioneer. I know I was. What else do I want to say? Um, I think that you have to be immovable and single-minded and that you're not going to know everything, but you have to be, this is what I want. I want to start a business doing, you know, whatever it is, traveling, like she said, photography, uh, you know, seeing other cultures, you know, you have to become immovable immovable, I got that out, <laughs> and be single-minded. That means you're not going to be distracted by other folk. Uh, somebody said that just because uh, nobody else has, has not had that experience doesn't mean that I can't have it. Uh, you have to let go of conditions and stay focused on what you desire. Uh, there is never a perfect time for change or taking the leap. There's never just everything's got to be in order. So you have to let go of conditions. What is that? The 5D world, what you can see. And I said this is a strategic move. It's not like I'm going to use career again. Constance, I'm quitting my job. That's not what Dr. Aisha did. She thought about it. She looked at her options. I mean, it took her probably a year to really start moving in that and planning that. 
And so you're going to be strategic about it, but you're going to let go of the five conditions and stay focused on what you desire. I think it's really important that you surround yourself with the best people, people that are on your side, people that that will say to you, you can do that. You can lose 100 pounds. You can go back to school. You can attract love. That's who needs to be in your life when you're taking your leap of faith. I think you, I don't think, I think you need mentorship. (laughs) I mean, Aisha had me. When I made my move, I had passed the powers. The first year he said, nope, it's not time. Second year he said, nope, it's not time. I want to say, oh Lord, is this man hearing from God? Because I'm about to, oh, I got to get up out of here. So you need mentorship. You need coaching. Nobody does it alone. I think you need to learn to take imperfect action. That means that you're not going to know everything, but you're going to take imperfect action. And that means that you need to reframe your thinking around getting out of your comfort zone. You are exploring. It is an adventure. It's uncertain. It's exciting. It's scary. It's all of that. But you know, in your heart, I'm going back to going to your heart, that it is time for you to to really make that move. You got to take a look at your core belief systems. Do this is so big, but I don't have enough time to to elaborate on it. Do your core beliefs align with your with your leap of faith? I deserve this. I can do this. God is with me, etc. So you're factoring in God. I think uh, that this is something maybe simple. Just take the first step. Maybe you can't leap yet. Just take the first step and then another baby step and then another baby step and just keep moving forward and just be be confident and assured that you can uh, build your dream. I know when I left my uh, my job, I never thought my life would be this wonderful. I never thought by taking that that quantum leap that I would find that found that find out how creative I am how how uh, wise I am I didn't know that I knew what I know (laughs) until you out there all of those talents and gifts were in me I didn't know I was a great writer so all of these things will begin to come come out of you as you begin to really uh, get out of your comfort zone. Now, I'm not telling anybody to quit your job and let your family struggle. That's why I said it's strategic. See, God is strategic. If you look at the universe, you know, the sun comes up in the east and goes down in the west. Everything is very organized. So it's a combination of strategy, but being in the flow. So what area in your life is it time for you to make a move? 
what area in your life do you know it's time for you to get out of your comfort zone? I, I had somebody contact me this week and they said, I would have contacted you earlier, but I was scared because I know I have a lot of stuff I need to address. Guess what? I get that. I get that. So if not now, when? There's never a perfect time. There's never a time when everything will be, uh, your your ducks are going to be in a row. You know, you guys told, <laughs> the spirit told me, who told you about ducks? You don't have any. And it's time for you to live. It's time for you to be excited every day. I'm excited every day. And that doesn't that doesn't mean that I don't have difficult days. And some days are very demanding. And some days are not. And But I'm so grateful that I took that quantum leap. Because it really impacted me in other areas. It made me realize I can run this 10K. It made me realize if I did that, then I could travel by myself to a foreign country. So you see how it just doesn't impact one area of your life. But when you take the leap of faith, it changes you radically in every area. The last thing, you're not by yourself. You're one with the greatest power in the universe. You're one with the loving, giving, supporting spirit. Who is nudging you? Who's been pushing you? Who has been whispering in your ear? Who, is, who has been putting that desire deep down on the inside of you? So let's make that leap. Let's do it together. Okay? Email me and let me know what quantum leap you're going to be taking. Constant, what strategic quantum leap you're going to be taking. Email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. If you're looking for a coach, wow, let's do a discovery call. You can email me and, and we'll talk. I'll listen for 20 minutes and see if we are a vibrational match. All right, everybody. This has been such a great show. Uh, make a decision to have a great week. Remember, you create your own reality moment by moment. I love you. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.